This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's upset you now? I don't understand what what a TV presenter does. The show begins, they say hello, and then the show begins. Like, you're literally getting paid millions of pounds to say hello. Hello! Yeah, and then they go, oh, you're watching... Oh, Gary Lillard will go, hello, you're watching... You know, welcome to Match of the Day. I know oh. I'm watching Match of the Day. I put it on. He doesn't even give his opinion. Hello and welcome to Match what? of the Day. His opinion the on Match of the Day? That would be the weirdest start to the show ever. Hello. Uh, but the program, match of the day. doesn't not, give it... Not really for me. Not what it once was. You know what I mean, Paul. Don't try no, and break me I, down. You know exactly what I mean. I, he comes on. Oh, hello, I'm Gary. I, I, I just don't see what the point in it. I just don't... Say, on anything. Like, say it was X Factor, right? What's the... What, just cut to the people singing. I don't need someone saying, Hello, yeah. welcome to X Factor. I know I'm watching well, it. The worst I don't need you. Is when they think that they have an impact on the show. So Gary Lineker, this really annoys me. It will tweet amazing figures for Man United versus Liverpool in the FA Cup quarter final on Saturday at 5 p.m. We're really proud of the team. Fuck off! No one cares about you. It's Man United Liverpool. No one's going. I can't wait to Gary Lineker to tell everyone the fucking football's on. Fuck off! It's Man United Liverpool on Saturday night at five o'clock, Gary. I'm Watch it if Harold Shipman hosted it. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Shipman here. I've got Ian Huntley and Joseph Fritzel. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Yes. Thank you. It's exactly what I mean. I mean, you know, obviously the goal was fantastic, but Fred West, what did you think of the defence? <laughs> <laughs> Sat down to Charles Bronson now. Do, do, Thank you. Just, but I mean, I will say just to pick you up on. I mean, I do think you know, like I don't think anyone could do it with TV presenting. I think it's when you see it done badly, you realise how good the good ones are. It's just I, I do think you know, yeah, with, with stuff like that. But there are some that are literally robbing a living. It's so I mean, and, 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 and hands up, I've probably done a couple of those jobs, so I can't moan too much. <laughs> 
you're watching you was when I got the idea. <laughs> how much to say? How much to say? Hello, welcome to the show. I'm in, mean, mate. Don't you worry. I've got a mindset. Hold on, mate. Let me just check my bank account and I'll tell you. What is it? Conservative Party Conference uh, broadcast. Yeah, I'll host that. Whatever, mate. As long as I just say hello and introduce someone. Oh, the other thing, that I, Sean, I've got something I think would upset you here, but you don't drive, do you? I'm, I was learning, but right. no. The parking now, when you park somewhere, you don't have change, you have to have an app. So if you park somewhere oh. and then you log into that app, put the location code in and your drive, um, all your information like registration and then pay for it on your phone and they never work. And then sometimes you have to ring up an automated system and you can't just put a quid in anymore. Oh. And but why isn't it, why isn't it just one universal app? You turn up and go, oh, no, it's not Ringo, it's Ringo. I'm going to have yeah. to download another app. Yeah. It's oh, another it's like... variation on basically oh. the same word. And you have to have a, you have to have a login. What's your password? I don't know. I parked oh. here once four years ago. Just give me a... And it's for oh. ATP. I know. How long parking do you need? Well, I did need an hour, but now I'm about to fucking fill this format. <laughs> I'm going to need two. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh my god, I'd rather to see the tenor under the windscreen wiper. <laughs> that should absolutely be allowed. <laughs> yeah, just put a tenor there. Whoever gets it first keeps it, like a sort of tax. Oh man. Oh my but that god. That is infuriating. I thought the but the other the 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 reverse, I think, the reverse of that, which does my head in now, is when you go to use a public toilet that charges and they're still taking coins. What the fuck is wrong with you? As if it's not fucking like the 1920, why do you think I've got coins on me? I've got a can- contactless card and I need a piss. Uh, what no, are you exactly. doing? You could be making more money. You could be making more money out of me and I could be having a wee. Let me in. I've got the money. Like, it, get rid of Sterling. Get rid of Sterling now. It's just ridiculous. You're basically coming from a past time. If you're charging, like me, 50p, that's basically... Basically, the equivalent of charging shillings. I'm going to have 50p as much as I'm going to have 20 shillings. What is wrong with you? Having to ask everyone at Waterloo Station if you've got two 20s, a 10 and a 5 pence piece. (laughs) He hasn't, he hasn't, and now I've shit myself. Thank you very much. Sean's going to have to pay Bitcoin to go and have a shit on his new set. Exactly. It's exactly where yeah. it's going. But that will be it. It'll the be con- the parking apps will take over the the, um, the public toilet. I do think it should be more for a shit than a piss. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, no one, no one's owning up to that, are they? <laughs> that is, that, that is amazing. You. Have you brought your own bag? Of no, course I, think I have. I think it should be twenty p <sighs> to get in, right? And then if you want to use a cubicle, it's an extra fifty p. <laughs> because some people drop and it's normal because really if you're going in a public toilet it's bad something bad's happened to you that week and it's kicking off in that public toilet yeah I've said this yeah and it's awful what do you... it's normally a five quid clean up I've never every time I've gone into a public toilet there has been some sort of saw scene from the film Saw of a horror shit that needs about 20 minutes of cleaning up and that is someone's time that is more than 20p so it's, we, we are subsidising those people with the terrible arseholes oh man <laughs> Have you ever had to get off the tube for a piss? Oh, hundreds of times. That's the worst, isn't it? I've got a really weak bladder. I've pissed. I've pissed everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've I've done like a pub crawl of pissing on the central line. Oh, man. That's the worst. (laughs) I mean, this this has happened to me. Have you ever had to get off for a piss and then it's the last tube? (laughs) 
So you have to change modes, like planes, trains and automobiles, because you need a piss so badly. You get off, get, get halfway on the tube and enough to get an Uber the rest Wait, of the way. But you've not been drinking for ages now, Sean, have you? No, I've not drank about two years, I think. Is there something that, that, that you get sort of jealous of, that moment of a, a cold pint in the sun, or are you over that now? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm over that. <laughs> <laughs> you still want that, but you can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I miss a, I miss, I miss a white wine in the sun. What, on a hen do? Tim Minchin said. What, drinking it through a straw that's shaped like a cock? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I miss? A nice yeah. Prosecco with the girls. And then licking cream off a dream boy. <laughs> you know, just a normal night out. That's all I want. <laughs> Do you know what I miss? An afternoon tea and a spa day. But white wine's deadly. Oh. It's underrated oh, white wine. Mate, it's not underrated in it's not underrated in my house. That stuff is absolutely lethal. It's rocket fuel. Because the problem with it is, there's no there's no telling where, where you don't realise you've had too much of that stuff until you've had too much. <laughs> I know. They're like by the time you think I think I might need to slow down, it's the game's up, mate. It's over. You are like the the, the, the oh man, the first three glasses make you feel on top of the world. The the next three glasses make you feel like you hate everyone. <laughs> well, <that's> a <laughs> In a group or a stag if you drunk white wine, they'll be like, Oh look at him on white wine, have a proper drink. But to have like a bottle of white wine is way worse. Oh. That'd be like six pints or something. And obviously, not to sort of make light of you know, kind of drink problems, but it is. I mean, you see, see, like I mean, George Best, obviously, people like that. You know, that that once you're on the white wine, so it's sure not that I'm lumping you in that category, but uh, you know, that is that's a professional drink. <laughs> yeah, that is like, that, is, that is someone who like, over years of years of figuring out has established that that is what's going to get the job done quick. I, I downed <laughs> a bottle of white wine on a stag do in Berlin. And went missing for oh three hours, God. and they found me in a photo booth. It was like a, like a shorty bit of Berlin, like a, a, a little photo booth used for passport photos. And there was a queue of people waiting to get photos with me because I was a mad, <laughs> the mad piss bloke. It wasn't like because I'd done telly, just because this mad English bloke. Man, was... that's hilarious. And people thinking like when you go to there's a photo booth you can go to in Brighton where they've got stuff that you could dress up in. They yeah. probably thought that, they probably thought that was part of the booth. Yeah, oh, I was. <laughs> People going back going, did you go to that photo booth where yeah. they've got that fake drunk so, bloke asleep in there? So, they fa- my mate, they, I got lost from the stag dude, but they found me, right, because another people on the table next to them were laughing at the photos of me with them, and they went, where did you take that photo? We've been looking for him. And then they come and got me. Oh, man. That's amazing. That was awful, but I've never, that was the worst I've ever felt, and I, I wouldn't recommend doing it. Oh, I was God. on a stag do in Hungary. The first night we got there, we stayed up through the night. <laughs> By the time we're out on uh, the Saturday, like I'm sort of 27 hours in, and we were in this bar, and uh, ended up with uh, sort of just two of us, like you know, sort of you end up with sort of splinter groups. And my mate went for a, for a piss, and I must have fallen asleep and woke up thinking I was in Brighton. And I went up to the bar and started trying to order a taxi. I said, excuse me, mate, can I get a taxi to Brunswick Street East? And the bloke was like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, what's wrong with this bloke? So I, tried... <laughs> <laughs> so I called someone else over and I said, excuse me, mate. And then he did the same thing. And then sort of as time went on, I remembered that I was actually in the middle of Budapest and not in, uh, not in Hove. But, you know, it's a good job that there weren't Uber then, because you could have just booked one and Imagine driven all that. the way home. <laughs> guy doing on a ferry <laughs> uber helicopter is that a real thing they're saying that's going to be a real thing 
Uber helicopter. Well, there's the Breitling watch, isn't there? That's like a hundred grand that you can sort of pull a pin on it, and it'll you'll, you'll get airlifted from wherever you are in the world. You know that? No. There are just some. There are just some things like that that I just don't. I just don't understand the way they work. Like here's one that I, I don't know what it is, and it, I, you 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 sort of read about it all the time. A 3D printer. The fuck is that? <laughs> Print a hot dog and it comes out steaming and like perfect. That's what I mean. What is, but what is it? Like, what are you talking about? Can I go and buy a 3D print? Like, apparently, you can print your own guns. What, can I print a television? Like, are you making this up? What do you mean I can print a gun? I- I, you know, is this real? <laughs> I thought at first it meant just the writing was 3D, but you could actually build models, can't you? <laughs> Where it? it came out like 3D glasses. You know, you got in magazines and it was like, it was just your, your, your Word document 3D. But, but do you know what I mean? Do you go to Ryman's and go, hello, mate, yeah, I want to make a new chair. Have you got? Can I get a, a wood cartridge? And then you go back and you, you stick it in the back of the printer and it... And look how fucking shit printers are as well. Printers don't work. You're gonna get like try and get a gun and you come out and all you've got is a handle. <laughs> the idea is ridiculous. <laughs> it's gonna surely need loads of components for that to work. It's just like it surely it'd just be easier to buy a gun. It just sounds made up to me. I don't believe I it. Think... I don't believe the 3D printer. Do you know what I mean? Like vitamins. I don't believe in vitamins. In what, in what regard? Well, like I take them. <laughs> But could, but could, like, just in case. That's not but being religious. On. Yeah. But I think, I think, I think, yeah, exactly. I think, I think your problem's a personality thing, though, not a physical thing, Sean. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think no, it's all right. <laughs> I take vit. I think that should be a T-shirt. I take vitamins just in case. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> it's, it's like when you're on your deathbed and you apologise to God, even though you're not religious, just yeah. in case. <laughs> yeah. Just about to drop off and they go, quickly, give me an all vitamin tablet, quickly, A to Z. Like all these, like this one's vitamin C, this one's vitamin B, this one's it. How comes all the vitamins fit into the alphabet then? (laughs) That's that's convenient, yeah. (laughs) David Gandhi, you always incredible as well. And you just sort of think, if you look like that, you wouldn't bother with vitamins, would you? He does a range range of pyjamas for Marks and Spencers, I've got a pair. I do not look like him in them. (laughs) (laughs) I look more like Hellman, this rather overwhelming. I think you made a good point. I I think that about self-help books. People that read self-help books and, and then sort of go on and, and, you know, to be successful, it's because you were the type of person that would read a self-help book. A hundred percent. I don't read self-help books, which is why I still don't have a new fridge. <laughs> I've got a self-help book that's supposed to help with productivity and avoiding procrastination, and I haven't finished it. <laughs> <laughs> The, se- exactly. the section on how to avoid procrastination should be at the beginning of the fucking book, <laughs> not at the end. They should start it on the front page. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the yeah. cover of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it goes back to my thing. It's like, you know, those kind of um, 14-day trials for people who are like, uh, you know, g- g- members of gyms or whatever, if you're going to be a member of a gym. No one who has ever done those 14-day trials has ever become a fit and healthy person. And no one who is a fit and healthy person has ever done one of those 14-day trials. <laughs> it's like...
Hello, Alan Davis here, inviting you to join me by listening to a new podcast, Seven Pillars. Each episode, I'll be talking to a famous guest to discuss seven significant cultural influences, inspirations or experiences. Seven things that help shape them, that they loved or that they return to again and again and hold a special place in their life. From films and music, books, food, places and memories, the podcast asks seven questions that will spark stories for the guests and give the listener an insight into the minds and passions of some of the most interesting comedians, actors, writers, philosophers and raconteurs around. Starting with comedian Romish Ranganathan in episode one, which is out now. And in the coming weeks, we have Hollywood actor Walton Goggins, comedy legend Joe Brand, author and intellectual heavyweight Jay Perini and many more. You can find the show by searching Seven Pillars on all podcast platforms.